are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the Spotify Greenroom app and find one of our Locked On rooms. Happy September, everyone. This is the Locked On Mariners podcast, your home for daily Seattle Mariners news and analysis. I am your host, Ty Dane Gonzalez. You can find me at Dane Gonzalez on Twitter. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z and on Seahawk Maven at SI.com. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Colby Patnode. You can find him on Twitter at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. Big news coming out of Seattle today. Jerry DePoto promoted to president of baseball operations, signing a multi-year extension with the Mariners, Scott Service, also signing a multi-year extension to remain the Mariners manager for years to come. And it couldn't have come at a better time because last night was DePoto's proverbial middle finger, if you will, to those who dragged him for the Abraham Toro, Kendall Graveman trade. That's where we're going to start today's show. We're also going to talk about Kyle Lewis's health and then wrap things up by talking more about these extensions and DePoto's promotion and what that all means. This is your first time joining us. Welcome to the show. If you like what you hear, give us a follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this. We greatly appreciate it. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash control the zone for more Mariners talk. We also talk some non-baseball stuff from time to time on there. It's a pretty good time, and there will be a new episode available to all patrons later today, so check it out. Well, Colby, I don't know about you, man, but uh, I got what I wanted. After all the tweets, after all the takes, they said the Mariners ruined their clubhouse, their team chemistry by trading Kendall Graveman. They looked at the 300 and some odd career plate appearances of Abraham Toro and said definitively, he's a bust. He's a scrub. He stinks. Well, I got news for all you doubters, all you haters, all you suckers. Jerry DePoto doesn't take L's anymore. We talked about it on yesterday's show. We celebrated the one year anniversary of DePoto absolutely fleecing AJ Preller for Ty France, Matt Brash, Taylor Trammell, Luis Torrens, Andres Munoz. And on July 27, 2022, I suspect we're probably going to be doing the same thing. I'm talking about that time that DePoto was the smartest guy in the room and embarrassed James Click and the Astros front office. But why wait? When we can take our victory lap right now. I mean, Abraham Toro already did. Trotting around the bases. T-Mobile Park erupted. Kendall Graveman sulking on the mound after sending a 97-mile-per-hour sinker down the pipe in an eight-pitch battle with Toro, who found himself down 1-2 early on in the count. A couple swinging strikes on, guess what? Sinkers down the pipe. Martin Maldonado wanted that eighth pitch down below the knees, but Graveman hung it, and Toro, you know, didn't miss that one. Mariners end up winning 4 nothing with all four runs coming off the arm of Graveman and the bat of Toro. Grand salami time. It's quite poetic, right? That's why baseball absolutely rules. We're going to ignore the atrocious offensive performance the Mariners put forth through the first seven innings of this game and enjoy what was, for me, my absolute favorite moment of the entire season. Truly, I, I, I could not stop laughing and I could not stop smiling like a damn idiot <laughs> Colby what was your reaction to the Toro slam or sorry the Abra slam as Lydia Cruz coined last night <laughs> oh only Lydia can get away with stuff like that but um yeah you know it was <laughs> it was funny we'd had this conversation so many times and I saw Graveman coming in 
on the eighth in the eighth, and I was like, well, let's see, is there any way that Toro could come up against Graveman and get like the game winning hit? And then, well, yeah, the bases would have to be loaded, um, and there'd have to be uh, one out. And so I was like, okay, or you know, obviously could have been guys on second and third with two whatever it was but i was like yeah there, there's a possibility here and then of course of course we get the matchup we want and it's with the paces juiced um you know it's it's like okay like uh, is this is this gonna happen is this uh okay and then you know at, at that point though I, i'm just like can you just hit a fly ball like yeah. for the love of god get us at least one um, and yeah, it was, it was a long at bat. He, he fouled off a pretty wicked slider, uh, the pitch before. And, uh, yeah, you know, he, he, he was right on that fastball, uh, is the thing, the, the sinker, I should say, um, fouled a couple similar pitches straight back. It, he was on it. He was not fooled. Um, and he got another, got another shot at it and, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he destroyed it. And, and as a result, the Mariners, Abraham Toro, Jerry Depoto. They all drink from the keg of, keg of glory this morning, and uh, it tastes delicious. Uh, and uh, it's it's the picture of Graveman spitting around uh, to watch that ball fly out is uh, is going to be a <laughs> it's, it's going to be a pretty prominent one, I, I think, in the Mariners' yearbook. Um, it's of course, you know, it's followed up by the great quote by Aaron Goldsmith on the broadcast. I wonder what the vibes of the clubhouse are going to be tonight, and then uh, <laughs> you know the shade. Of, of Aaron Goldsmith, the subtle shade of Aaron Goldsmith is just fantastic. It was another great call by him. Um, it's up there, man. It, it's, it's, you know, if it's not your favorite moment, it's definitely got to be top five. I know it's your favorite moment, Ty. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, for a team that is so devoid of talent, really, compared to other teams that have, you know, that are in this playoff race, they just keep finding a way. And, here they are. We go into September 1st and they're three and a half games back of Boston, which is only like what a game back of where they were a week ago. Despite all those mm-hmm. issues they had, they're right there still have a shot. And uh, it's, it's because of guys like Abraham Toro stepping up and it's because of guys like Jerry DePoto who acquired him and, and had the, the, you know, the, intestinal fortitude to make what he had to have known was going to be an unpopular trade. And, uh, it, it, it's literally helped them win two games. Kendall Graveman has contributed to two Mariner wins, um, which is very gracious of him. Yeah. He, he certainly was a, a key to this team, right? Uh, <laughs> he's been very key to this team over the last, uh, couple weeks here. He was, uh, one of the main reasons they got back in that game. Uh, down in Houston that they won uh, in extra innings. And uh, now, you know, of course, and uh, I mean, that was like a movie last night, right? Like you you couldn't have scripted that any better. We had talked about this in jest quite a bit. I mean, I, I had told you jokingly, I would give up a few wins this year for Toro to do that against Graveman. And uh, it actually happened. Um, I could not believe it. I I, lit- I quite literally could not believe what I was watching last night. I, my sides hurt from how hard I was laughing. I had tears in my eyes, man. I was laughing so hard. It was just an incredible moment. It just the, the funniest thing. This team has been so ridiculous this year. And somehow they were able to top themselves last night. 
with that home run. It was just, <laughs> I, I still can't believe it. I woke up this morning and I thought it was a dream. It was just, it was everything that I could have possibly hoped for. And, uh, you know, I hope, I hope John Hammond, uh, you know, saw that, but we all know that he doesn't watch the Mariners. So probably not. No, then he might have to form an actual real opinion based on facts and logic and, and data. But, uh, we know that's not what Hammond does. So, um, you know, the day of reckoning is coming where, uh, He'll have to admit that he's wrong, or more realistically, he will go on MLB Network and say, oh, yeah, I always knew this was going to happen. It was easy to see coming. Um, but uh, bad news for you, John. We kept the receipts. So good luck to you. But uh, that day of reckoning is yeah. coming, so I, I would recommend that you uh, you start figuring out how you're going to try and spend this for yourself. The uh, the thing that's unfortunately going to be overlooked here is Yusei Kikuchi's performance. Seven innings of scoreless ball. We talked about how he could get back on the right track on yesterday's show. And while it kind of got shaky at times, I think he took a very good step in the right di- uh, right direction. And I mean, if you can go seven scoreless against the Astros, this is pretty good for you. Um, if you, you know, the listener heard yesterday's show, I was not super confident in YK's ability to get it together against this Astros lineup, but I am more than happy to eat a slice of humble pie. Four strikeouts, a couple walks for Kikuchi, 10 swings and misses, 27% called strikes plus whiffs on 62 fastballs. Use the changeup effectively. He was pretty good. Uh, anyway, eat your heart out, John Heyman. All right, coming up on uh, an update on Kyle Lewis's health. Will the latest setback in his rehab hold him out for the rest of the year? We'll discuss that in a moment. But first, a reminder, this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Greenroom is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk with us, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Colby and I will be hosting a room once per week. So you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day on Lockdown Mariners. Greenroom is the perfect place to start or join conversations about Major League Baseball and so much more. You'll find fans just like you on Greenroom for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news rumors go download the free green room app now currently available on all ios devices be sure to create a profile link your twitter and join the mlb group for all the latest league updates and follow me at dane gonzalez as d-a-n-e-g-n-z-l-z and colby at colby patnode to be notified when our room goes live i know you won't want to miss it we can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the mariners so we'll see you there green room changing the way we talk sports so Kyle Lewis was expected to go out on a rehab assignment by now, but things got delayed after he felt some general body soreness after participating in base running drills at T-Mobile Park on Monday. The good news is he ran the bases again on Tuesday, and Scott Service said there is no thought about shutting him down for the season. So Colby, assuming this is just a minor delay in his rehab, what can Mariners fans expect from the reigning AL Rookie of the Year if he returns, and how much of a boon would that be for this team? Yeah, you know, it's it's pretty tough to say because it's it's not good when you know a day before you're supposed to go out on a rehab assignment you you're sore after running the bases you know Mm -hmm. i believe not even at full speed yet so um it's gonna be at least a couple of weeks before uh lewis is even you know a part of the discussion to come up because you have to make sure that a he's healthy um, and B, he needs to get those at bats. He hasn't played baseball since what early June. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's been a while for him. So, and it's not like he he's going to get a full spring training. He's basically missed, you know, 
he's basically missed the entire season. So he really has not. When does um uh, when does the minor league season end? It goes all the way through to October this year because they started in May. Okay. Right, 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 right. So yes, it, it runs through the same timeline as as the major league season. So it won't be an issue to get him, you know, playing time in AAA. Um, it's just a matter of how quickly can he come back and be, you know, not look rusty because I mean, Kyle Lewis by himself, like good Kyle Lewis is going to help this team a lot, but Kyle Lewis who hasn't played baseball mm-hmm. with the exception of what 36 games out of 120 this year yeah. or 130. Um, it's, it, I, I think it's a bit much to expect him to come up and just be fine. I mean, you hope he is, and then mm-hmm. if he's up, maybe by that Boston series, that would be that could be big. But it's just mm-hmm. really hard to know what to expect because we don't know how healthy he, he is. We don't know, you know, is he going to be a DH only because if his legs are hurting him while running the bases, he's not going to play in the outfield. So it's yeah. it's tough to really peg what you're going to get from Lewis. Now you hope it's a good, you know, a good Kyle Lewis. And, and even if he comes back and he just is what he has been this year in the small sample size, that's, that's really helpful to Seattle. That's another above average bat that they could just plug into the, it's probably your, it's probably your fourth or fifth best bat. Yeah. I mean, and he's probably going to hit fifth or sixth, uh, when he comes back and, and, um, you know, that's, that just lengthens lengthens the lineup a little bit. It would be great if he could play center field every day because it mm-hmm. seems like Kelnick probably needs to go back down, but it uh, it's it's just it's tough to feel optimistic about that. So thankfully, you know, he, he feels better today. Uh, he ran the bases and he was fine. So hopefully that means he can go out on his rehab assignment either tomorrow or Friday. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, until you actually see it and until he gets through a few games in a row, it's just tough to to expect anything out of Lewis right now. Are the Rainers in Tacoma right now? I believe so. So in theory, he could go make it tonight if he feels good enough, but probably tomorrow, uh, probably or, or Friday, like you said. We'll see. But I mean, yeah, that would be huge for them uh, to get, even if it's just like you said, this year's version of Kyle Lewis. Um, considering what they're fielding right now. Uh, for you know the bottom half of their lineup, uh, that's pretty significant upgrade still. So uh, I would be excited by uh, by Kyle Lewis's return. I just ultimately the the thing that matters the most to me is keeping him healthy. Yeah, and uh, I don't want to I don't want to risk another knee injury by putting him in the outfield. I would still love to have him up and just DH him um, if that's all you can do. I just I don't want to push the the envelope with that uh, with him on the. You know, putting him in center field or even in left field uh, or yeah. any corner spot for that matter. I, you know, if he can at least provide you some value uh, with the bat and you feel comfortable that he can do that and get through that healthy, then absolutely do that. But uh, if if there is even an inkling of concern that he might re-injure himself um, running out in the uh, in the outfield, then yeah, no, just avoid that at all at all costs. And I, and I. I think the the Mariners they're they're pretty responsible with these things. I I don't think they're going to push the issue there with him, even if they um, even if this postseason race uh, gets even more serious for them. So we'll see. Um, anything else you want to you want to cover here with uh, with Kyle before we uh, we move on? Uh, just just looked it up real fast here. The Rainiers are actually off today, and then they spend most of the mm-hmm. month of September on the road. So oh, okay. Um, 
Everett's season ends on uh, Monday, so uh, they're not really an option. So yeah, Lewis is going to have to go out on the road with the uh, with the Rainiers and then travel and, and do all that stuff too. So it's it's um, you know it's not ideal timing, but uh, it is what it is. So again, hopefully we see Kyle Lewis. Um, obviously the Mariners are better when Kyle Lewis is there, but just baseball in general is better when Kyle Lewis mm-hmm. is a part of it. So, um, absolutely. You know, I, 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 it's, it's a, you know, it would be a, a boost that the team, uh, could probably use. And, and, uh, you know, honestly, it would just be great to see Kyle Lewis, uh, play baseball again. Yeah. 100 percent. All right. We're going to wrap up today's show by talking more about Jerry DePoto and Scott Services extensions, as well as DePoto's promotion and what that means for the alignment of their front office. But first, a word from Built Bar. Don't you hate it when you're out and about and hunger strikes, but the only convenient options are unhealthy and going to make you feel worse in the end? That doesn't have to be the case anymore if you choose Built Bar. Built Bar is providing folks with a healthy, nutritious, and delicious alternative for snacking. Built Bar has a plethora of delicious flavors ranging from coconut to cookies and cream, mint brownie, and so much more. Overwhelmed by the amount of good options, then try one of their mixed boxes, which gives you two bars per nine flavors. Each bar includes 17 to 18 grams of protein, with calories ranging from the low lobe numbers of 130 to 180. They only have 4 to 5 grams of sugar and 4 to 5 grams of net carbs, and all the flavors are amazing, tasty, and most importantly, healthy. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off your order at built.com. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. We've been talking about it for months now, and it finally happened. The season was starting to run down. Time was running out, but the Mariners finally secured Jerry DePoto and Scott Service with multi-year contract extensions this morning. It's been suspected that this has been done for a while and they were waiting to make this announcement at the first of the month, which they did. Uh, No clue if that was actually the plan, but the point is we no longer have to worry about it. Yay! After the year the the Mariners have had, Service and DePoto absolutely deserved to be rewarded. There there was absolutely no question about that. Service, for all the crap we give him about some of his in-game decisions, is inarguably one of the best culture builders in today's game. Uh, DePoto is still in the midst of seeing his rebuild play out and has knocked a lot of aspects of it out of the park already. And it just wasn't time for this ride to end because really it's it's just getting started. You know, after Kevin Mather embarrassed the franchise earlier this year with the whole Rotary Club debacle and was relieved of his duties, the Mariners replaced half of his job with Katie Griggs, who's now the Mariners president of business operations. And now DePoto fills the other half as the president of baseball operations. And according to the press release the Mariners put out, he will remain the key baseball decision maker in Seattle's front office. But he's not referred to as the president of baseball operations and 
general manager. So it would seem that the Mariners for now have an opening at general manager, which is pretty much all semantics at this point. Jerry's still the guy in the front office. But if I had to guess, uh, assistant general manager Justin Hollander is probably due for a promotion. He was a finalist for the GM job in Anaheim this winter uh, before Perry Manassian was given that role. So I think the Mariners would like to keep uh, Justin Hollander around. What do you think, Colby? Yeah, you know, it's it's we don't know. Uh, just because, you know, the, the press release didn't say that DePoto is, is, you know, president of baseball ops and GM doesn't mean that he's not. Um, but it, sure. it, it does seem like Hollander is a very hot name, uh, you know, in, in baseball circles, and, and he's going to be a GM somewhere someday very soon. So it does seem ideal to, you know, basically keep him around by promoting Jerry DePoto and then elevating Hollander to the GM job and having those two continue to do basically what they're doing right now, which is work together with the rest of the front office staff to the Build, build the development system, acquire talent, uh, you know, give give direction to, you know, the minor league affiliates, give direction to scouts and, and all the things that they're doing so well right now. And, and I, I think it's a, a win-win scenario here. And, and, you know, if you're wondering how that power structure would look, it's pretty common. So uh, mm-hmm. Theo Epstein is was the president of baseball ops for the Cubs and Jed Hoyer was the was the GM. But at the end of the day, Theo had final say on mm. everything related to baseball. And that's the same thing here. It's, Oakland did it for many years with uh, Billy Bean as the president and David Forrest as the GM. Uh, it works. So Andrew Friedman is the president. So, you know, it, it's not that hard. Uh, it's not that uncommon for there to be this this power structure. It's new for the mm. Mariners. This is their first ever president of baseball ops, which is weird, but whatever better late than never i suppose um and so yeah it's it's basically whether depoto still has the gm gig or not or whether it's hollander is now going to be named the gm this winter um the power or the 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 structure of the front office remains exactly the same just with some new guys and just with some new titles for the same guys yeah and for hollander you know that would mean a a pretty substantial pay raise i would assume and uh, he gets that title and uh, but you know, Hollander has been, you know, someone that's been heavily involved in in trade discussions and contract discussions and all that stuff uh, already. So that doesn't really change. He's already established relationships right. with other teams my, and everything. That's right. that's not my, a big deal. Right. My understanding is that Hollander does most of the negotiations, anyways. He talks to mm-hmm. agents. He talks to other GMs and assistant GMs. Um, and you know, Jerry gives the direction and, and Hollander kind of is the execution guy. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, there's basically no way that this disrupts. It's, it's, it's the same house with a fresh coat of paint basically mm-hmm. is what we're looking yeah. at here. And, uh, it's, and that's good. And, and I hope Hollander does get the GM title. I hope he sticks around because, you know, he's, he's proven himself to be quite good at his, his current job and, and, other teams are starting to take notice and, and you want to lock in those guys and, you know, Seattle's front office is going to get, you know, pilfered. Somebody is going to take some of their guys. Somebody is going to take some of Andy McKay's guys. And that's a testament to how mm-hmm. well the organization is running right now on the baseball side of things, you know, on the, all the other stuff, eh, but on the baseball side of things, things are going so well that other people are going to want to use your model 
and they're going to want yeah. to take your ideas and implement them in their system. And so mm-hmm. we just have to be prepared for that. But that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a great sign that you're doing something right. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Mariners over the last, you know, God knows how long uh, have not been doing things right. So it's it's nice to finally, you know, have a have a system in place that works and um, to be able to you know keep that together with these uh, with these extensions. Um, you know, but of course, you know, there's, there's going to be detractors. Everyone's got to have an opinion. Colby, uh, you know, trying to keep this thing PG. What do you say to those who are not super thrilled about the Depoto and service extensions? You look even more ridiculous, not admitting that you were wrong. I mean, it's dumb to sit here and, and for anybody to suggest that Jerry Depoto and Scott service didn't earn these extensions. Um, mm. but it's another thing to continually dig yourself in a deeper and deeper and deeper hole, uh, to avoid saying, you know, three words. I was wrong. It's not that hard guys. It's not that bad. Um, so just this idea that, you know, there are still people out there like, oh, well this, this is bad. And this is no, you were wrong. You want it to be bad because you care more about being right and getting to brag about being right then you care about the Mariners winning. It's that simple. There really is no other logical explanation here. It's do you want the Mariners to be good or do you want to be right? Because Mm -hmm. those people who are detracting from Jerry DePoto today, they can't have both. They can't live in that world. So either you want the Mariners to be good or you want to be right. There's no middle ground here. And unfortunately there are people who just would rather be right and complain about the Mariners being bad forever than they would that the Mariners be good. And uh, it's sad. It's a really, really pathetic way to uh, to fan. But hey, you know what? That's the way you want to do it. Fine. But uh, it's it's frankly, it's stupid. Yeah, I, I got to totally agree with you on that, because uh, it's just how can you watch this season and not think that either one of them don't deserve or, or sorry, and, and think that neither one of them deserve extensions? I just I don't get that. Um, especially like from Depoto's standpoint, especially, and I mean, even Scott as well with, with all the things that he's done with this culture and with this clubhouse, but looking at Depoto, I mean, Paul Seawald, Abraham Toro, Ty France, the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on. How can you see that and not be like, yeah, Jerry Depoto deserves credit for finding those guys, for identifying those guys, the guys that are leading the charge. For this team to be in the middle of a post race, postseason race when they had no business being in there, whatsoever. That's just, uh, you know, I I, I just don't uh, the mental gymnastics that that takes to deny that is is incredible to me. It's it's really something to watch on Twitter. But um, you know, whatever. You know, the 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 point is now that uh, Jerry is here, Scott is here for the long haul, and uh, they are. They are being given the opportunity to see this rebuild out. We'll see if it all comes to fruition. And um, I mean, all signs point to, towards yes. So uh, we'll see how it goes over the next couple of years. But uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Quick programming note. Uh, Colby and I will be out of town on Friday. So there will be no new episode that day. We're also going to be recording tomorrow's show tonight after the game. So that might actually be on all your favorite podcast platforms a bit earlier than we usually post. So keep an eye out for that. 
Um, we'll be talking about this afternoon's rubber match between the Mariners and Astros. We'll also get you covered on the roster moves the Mariners made today, calling up Justice Sheffield and Kevin Padlow as rosters expand to 28 players. And we'll tell you what to expect from Sheffield and his return. Thank you for joining us here on Locked On Mariners. After you hop off here, how about checking out an episode of Locked On Seahawks? Yesterday, the Seahawks finalized their initial 53-man roster. Corbin Smith, Rob Rang, and Nick Lee will get you covered over there. But for Colby Patnode, I'm Titan Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. Have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Lockdown Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Lockdown Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.